This episode of Stick Like Blue Radio is brought to you by Jim Palmer's Create Your Dream Business Now Academy, a one-of-a-kind business growth event where Jim will personally teach you how to market and grow your own dream business. You'll learn some of the best marketing and business building advice, all in a pitch-free zone. Jim will reveal step-by-step how to create a million-dollar platform, and you'll learn how to generate a ton of content with ease and how to attract a steady stream of new customers. At Dream Business Academy, you'll network with other successful entrepreneurs and also learn from rock star entrepreneur and Jim's personal mindset coach, Melanie Benson-Strick. This not-to-be-missed event is May the 4th through the 6th in beautiful San Diego, California, and will quite literally transform your business. Do not miss it. Get all the details and register today at www.dreambizacademy.com. That's dreambizacademy.com. Hey, friends, this is James Malinchak, teacher on ABC's hit TV show, Secret Millionaire, and founder of BigMoneySpeaker.com, and you are listening to my good friend, Jim Palmer, on Stick Like Glue Radio. Welcome to Jim Palmer's Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Jim Palmer is a marketing and business building expert, author, speaker, and an in-demand coach. He's the founder of the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind Program. Jim is the host of Newsletter Guru TV, the hit weekly web TV show based on Jim's smart marketing and business building advice. Check it out at www.newsletterguru.tv. And now, please welcome the host of Stick Like Glue Radio, Jim Palmer. Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Those are great things in anybody's business. I'm your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. As always, I am committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. I am so excited about this week's show. I've had some amazing guests these last few weeks. But my guest today is serial entrepreneur, coach, international coach, and best-selling author, Slavika Bogdanov. Let me share her brief introduction, and we'll get started. Slavika Bogdanov is an international business coach and professional speaker. She has built a successful international coaching business in less than two years. She's published over 25 books, including three bestsellers. Her expertise and effective methods have helped thousands worldwide. She is living proof that anything is possible in business and in life, no matter what your situation looks like at the time. I love getting together with other coaches. Slavika, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Jim. Oh, it's my pleasure. And you and I were talking just a little bit about um, your journey before we went live. I know you're um, originally from Canada, where I have several friends and, and team members, actually. I call it north of the border. And you're moving <laughs> down to Florida, which is a very, I would say that's quite a climate change, yes? Yes, it is, definitely. It's like uh, probably 68 degrees and we're freezing. <laughs> oh, no. All right, you're not going to make any friends. <laughs> I know we're spoiled. I love it here a lot. And um so talk talk to us about your entrepreneurial journey. Had you did you have many years um you know as an employee in corporate why well, say corporate America but working for corporations or and then you decided you wanted to just strike out on your own or tell us about your uh your journey into uh becoming self-employed. 
Well, um, I'd say I was born into it because my parents, uh, my mom was an entrepreneur. My parents owned different little, um, my, my, my father was a pastry chef, so we had a pastry and I used to work there as a child uh, behind the cash register and talking to clients. And um, I believe that built really my capacity to talk to anyone and sell to anyone uh, because I started at such a young age. And when you're very young in a business, you don't you don't feel the pressure of what's a sale, what's not a sale. So you do have what you're you're talking about the the building the relationship with clients and really getting to know them. And so that's really how I I, I was really I lived in that entrepreneurial mind. And then uh, I wanted to be uh, more into my parents wanted me to to become. Uh, either a lawyer or a doctor, like most immigrant parents. They want their kids to have, a, you know, a, a profession in those fields. But I, I wasn't interested at all. So I, I went on my own, and um, I was more in the, in the, arts, in the arts field, which, uh, which was discouraging to my parents because they thought, you know, I was di- I'm going to die of hunger, right? And uh, and so I was, uh, you know, authors that die of hunger. That's how, you know, a lot of people think. So so because I was afraid of dying of hunger, I went into sales and, and became really successful as a, as a salesperson in every company I worked for for over 15 years. And, um, you know, then I, I, I was very often uh, put to be a business development marketing manager and managing a huge team and basically coaching them into success. And uh, I, I realized that I was making so much money to the company I worked for. Uh, I thought, why not stop and just make that money for myself? <laughs> Instead yeah. of creating wealth for others, I might just stop and create wealth for me. And that's really what pushed me uh, to start on my own, to kind of get out of the uh, get out of the, the corporate world, if you want. It's such a com- you know, it's a common story, and I think one of the factors that differs from one person's journey to the next is some people like you make the leap and just go and other people have a yearning or wanting to do that but like in my case I was um, 41 years old and I still had four teenagers to support and you know it never seemed to be the right time and then I lost my job and after a year of looking for work I said well maybe now is the time to start my business so that's an amazing story because yes I I think when you're in a comfortable zone, it's very difficult to make the leap. Uh, it, it, it really, I, I actually, I, I was in a very bad position when I decided to be, to be my own entrepreneur. Um, but it was like a, I had nothing to lose, basically. I think that's the best spot to start when you have nothing to lose. You can only gain and only, you know, build better and higher. Um, I think, yes, when you have a comfy job, it's very difficult to jump out and say, you know what, I have 100% confidence and I'm, I'm going to succeed. But there's in-between ways you can always start on the side, and then as soon as you make at least half of what you're earning, get out of there and make more money. That's so interesting. I know you and I have just met, but a lot of my listeners know my story. So when I lost my job in July of 2001, I was unemployed for 15 months. And in the middle of that, well, not in the middle, but 12 months after I lost my job, in the summer of uh, 2002, I was diagnosed with cancer. So 
I had like this huge period where I was not only unemployed, I was broke and already heavily in debt, but now I was facing my mortality. Luckily, I, I survived that. But, you know, it was in October of 2001, and what you said just really resonated with me, Slavika, is that I, I was at such a low point. I thought, I might as well start now. I mean, I had zero money. Like I said, massive debt, credit card debt just from keeping my family afloat. But I said, you know what? I'm going to start now because there is nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I, I was the same. Like, for me, it was 2006. My dad just passed away uh, after being ill for a long time. I My job was not paying bills at all. My uh, I had to divorce in a very difficult uh, divorce. I ended up with a house I couldn't afford. Um, I couldn't afford living there. I was sick because uh, I, I was under so much stress for so many years that my, my body just, I was in the, er, really the edge of a nervous breakdown of a big depression. And my life changed uh, within, when I decided and I thought something has to change because I'm, Something has to change. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing well here. There's something right. wrong, and I f- figured out that it was internally. I wasn't having the the right mental sets and mental skills. And even though I had graduated from a lot of nice uh, universities, I, I I didn't have the the mental ability to think in the direction of where I wanted to go and to plan and to create goals and to move forward. And I I switched all that thinking and everything changed after that. But it's true when you're in a... When everything goes well, it's difficult to make that jump. The risk is too high. I know. It's exactly true. Now, I know you wrote several books. I think in your intro I wrote, I read like 25 books or something like that. But one of the books I, in doing my research in 2012, um, you wrote a book called The Art of Happiness. So I'm guessing that six years after the time frame you just mentioned, you had obviously bounced back and was growing a business. And Why did you write that book? Actually, what happened is uh, when I bounced back, I became financially free um, like having passive income within two and a half years later. And as soon as that happened, the first thing I wanted to do, and that was in uh, 2009, September of 2009, as soon as that happened, I thought, you know what, now I can write. Now I won't be a starving author because I won't starve. I can do this writing thing because I won't depend on it. And I can help people and coach people because I don't depend on that money. I, I, I'm okay. So, and that's when I wrote it. The translation in English, The Art of Happiness, came um, came two years later. But the first version was in French in 2009. And I, that was my first book, actually. My first book was called Be Free. And Be Free, uh, when I finished it, I gave it to a friend of mine who was a best-selling author. And he said, Slavika, there's four books in your book. Uh, please cut them in four and publish each one separately. And the art of happiness, I thought, was really about what I had missed all through those years where I was always struggling and never realizing that life is now. You can be happy every day at every moment. It's your choice, right? And it's an art to discover how to be happy every day at every moment. It's not given. It's a learning thing. So yeah, when I when I realized that I wanted to help as many people as possible to live that same dream as I did. Right now, you also um, 
I was in my research, you you help people with everything from how to reach outrageous goals to you know the law of attraction, which a lot of people are familiar with, and bouncing back, which we've been hearing about. And then the fourth thing I discovered was you help people with spiritual entrepreneurship. Can you talk a little yes. bit about that? Yes, uh, thanks for asking. Well, actually what I realized is that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle not because they don't have the tools, um, they don't have the knowledge. For example, we know that you need to set goals. Uh, you know that you need to you know, have time management. You know that you need to be a leader. You know all of those things. But yes, some people struggle like crazy. I was one of them struggling like crazy and not knowing what's wrong. It's a little like, and, and that spiritual entrepreneurship actually works also for athletes' performance. It's a little like you're training every day to compete, and once you arrive to compete, you're always the loser at the end, and you don't understand why. You're training more than anybody else. You're putting more effort, and yet you don't get that gold medal. And I, and I realized that a lot of what is not told is what needs to happen within. All the transformation that needs to happen on a different level, in a on a different frame that has not really to do with the material part, that has more to do with your spiritual uh, connection, that has more to do with your inner self, your inner growth, um, how you feel inside, and that helps. Uh, I, I'd say move things more more smoothly and more rapidly towards the goal you want to achieve. Hmm, very cool. Um, another one of your books you wrote, I think this is your latest one, correct me if I'm wrong, is called From Bankrupt to Wealthy. Is that your latest mm-hmm. book? Yeah, it's the latest in, in English, right. Okay. So um, talk a little bit about that. Who is that one written for? Is it written for people that have gone through bankruptcy and are struggling or people that are like on the verge of bankruptcy and wondering how can I avoid it? I mean, what's the what's your message there? Well, it's mostly what I maybe the title I should maybe I should change the title, but the idea behind it is that you can achieve financial success no matter where you are, even at the lowest point. And what happened with me is that I became super successful on the material side very rapidly. And then I crashed and burned. I, I went through bankruptcy. And uh, and then I realized that what was missing was that spiritual side. There was a lot of things I had forgotten in that fight to succeed about my true self, my true intention, my true being. I had forgotten to be grateful, for example, for everything I have. It was just like a, a pursuit of a, ca- a bank account, a pursuit of what people call success. And I had forgotten me in all that. And and when I crashed and, and really lost everything, then I realized, you know, there's some things that, that need to be addressed if I really want to be successful to the level I want to be successful. And uh, and so I created that book, and it's it's basically everything you need in one book to achieve financial success. So there's half of it is spiritual development, and half of it is more the practical day-to-day goal-setting, time management, all of that. And on the spiritual side, there's the law of attraction. Um, I'm, I'm an expert in the law of attraction. Uh, they call me the master manifester. So how to manifest your dreams in reality uh, using different tools. And then I, I also teach how to rewire your neurological path so that 
you have the best ideas possible to get to success the fastest possible. So that's why I wrote that book. It was more for people that from anywhere, any stages that you are, because even for someone that has been a billion, let's say you have 50, I think I heard Tony Robbins say that a guy had $50 million that was he was worth, $50 million, he dropped to $9 million and he committed suicide. For him, it was bankruptcy, right? And so for everyone, a big drop in income might feel like a bankruptcy. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to close the doors and shut the store. Sometimes it means you, you're, you're, living, you're going through a difficult stage, and that's the best time to question everything and to start fresh and to, you know, to move forward in a new direction. Wow, very powerful. Yeah, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll talk offline. I think a, a different title. It sounds like the book is a lot more powerful than the actual title is um, implying, so I'm kind of glad I asked the question. We, we'll, maybe we can talk offline about that But because um, it sounds like there's some really good information that people can can use there. Um, so you said you're an expert manifester. Is that what you said? A master manifester. Oh, master. Okay. How do how did how did you achieve that? I mean, what kind of designation is that? Well, basically, um, because I, I I achieved the very high levels of the law of attraction, meaning that what blocks a lot of people know about the law of attraction, but if you're really good at it, you manifest your reality within the day-to-day thing. So uh, you can manifest an amount of money coming into your bank account. You can manifest meeting the right person. You can manifest even an outcome changing. Um, so basically, if let's say if an airplane is full, there's no more seats in the plane. I will go into a meditative state where I I use. It's very. It's very. Most people are gonna think this is crazy. But it works, and it's it's like I say, it's um, love attraction power a thousand. It's it's way beyond the love attraction. But me, I'm, I will go in a meditative state, and I will implement the intention of having a seat on that plane. And when I'm finished, usually the person will say, "Oh, you know what? It's weird, but suddenly someone didn't show up, and you have a seat on this plane." So it it, it happens like. All the time, when even if I receive a news that's not positive, uh, I, you can manifest. It's like living in a matrix. You can manifest the, the outcome of every situation, and it's 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 a it's really a lot of work to get to that point. Uh, you need to be completely detached from reality and see it just as a almost like a game that you play with energies and with wills and with intentions. You can't you cannot change any other person except you inside. Um okay. but it's very it's very powerful. I mean if you combine what I know in terms of the law of attraction and what I know in terms of the reprogramming the brain, uh I mean I you probably have done it on you. I don't know your whole story but I've I've helped people cure their cancers. Uh, I've helped a person rebuild her face uh, cells after being burned second and third degree. Today she has a new face, like nothing happened. She rebuilt herself. Um, so it can go really, really far when you know. And people have no idea how powerful the brain is. 
we have a tool that's more powerful than anything else. And combined with the energy, the inner energy we have, we can create anything in the world, like manifest anything in the world, materialize anything in the world, which is phenomenal. But a lot of people are afraid of that. It's like we're, I think a lot of people are afraid of their unlimited capacity. Because if you have no limits, it's frightening. It's easier to say, oh, I'm, you know, I have boundaries and I have to stick to these limits because it's constant, right? Exactly. Um, is, so is that some, I'm, I'm curious about, obviously I've, I've, you know, I've read and listened, heard The Secret, read, uh, you know, Think and Grow Rich, the new psycho-cybernetics. I, I do believe in the power of the subconscious mind, but it sounds like, as you've said, you've taken it to like a, times a thousand as far as how you can use it. Is that something that you can teach people, that you help them through? You said you can only like manifest for yourself, but is that something, yeah. is that part of your coaching program or is that part of your I, business? I teach or? people, when, when, for example, when this lady um, uh, was burned, I was already coaching her for something else. And so she called me uh, from the hospital when she finally awoke. She asked her husband to call me. And she asked me, what, what do I do? So I coached her in healing herself this way. Um, one guy with his cancer, it was because I was coaching him for his business. And I said, for some reason, you're, I feel your mind is not there completely. What's wrong? There's something else in your life that's bugging you. And he said, I have a, you know, um, a liver cancer. I need to be operated in two and a half months. And I said, let's get rid of that. If we get rid of that, will you cooperate 100% with my coaching? And he said, yes. So we got rid of that in five weeks. I, I coached him how to do that. So, yes, I can, I can teach how it is done. But it's, it's like it is as difficult as bending metal. It's very hard because you have to go against everything you've learned um, most of what people have learned, you know, that reality is what it is, um, that things happen in a certain time frame, that things cannot happen faster than... Well, there's a lot of things that we've learned that I have to get people to unlearn, to learn new ways of thinking and new ways of using the brain and cleaning up the brain from all the, the trash. The trash is basically all the negative thoughts, all the fa false beliefs, all of that. We, I, I evacuate that from the brain so it's completely crystal clear, empty, and then it's a new canvas, and then you can, you can manifest crazy things. Mm. So one of the things I, I saw that you did is you help people reach outrageous goals. First of all, what do you think is an outrageous goal and, and is the manifestation coaching part of that or is it helping them with their some of their own uh, individual hang-ups uh well first to answer what's an outrageous goal everybody everything is relative for someone an outrageous goal may be to go you know uh, to be a space cadet <laughs> for somebody else it might be to get out of debt uh, for somebody else, it might be to be healthy again or lose weight. For somebody else, it might be to become a millionaire within a year. So, you know, everybody has a different uh, perception of what an outrageous goal is. For the people I have coached, like when I have someone that's suicidal and that within three months 
clears all her issues, all her problems, and becomes number one in, in her company in terms of sales, uh, gets rid of, she had anxiety attacks, she couldn't live, uh, she got rid of that. She, when everything, she lost weight, when everything changes within three months or six months, for me it's an outrageous goal. When you go to total darkness, to, you know, epiphany or, you know, feeling like you're in heaven, for me it's an outrageous goal. Uh, in my personal case, I, I, I do it on my life because, of course, you know, I set myself outrageous goals. I verify with my friends, do you think it's outrageous enough? And then I go for it to prove my point. So, for example, next year I will have five, bo- five books on the market in one year. Nobody that I know that I've heard of has ever had five books in the same year published by different publishers. It's almost unheard of, um, especially when you've been an author for the little amount of time I have been an author. Um, having three bestsellers within 18 months, uh, it's very rare. Some people wait a lifetime to have one, or they have one every two or three years or four years. Um, having three uh, almost six months apart, not even, because at some point I had two at the same time. For me, that's an outrageous goal. Um, I was approved here. Uh, I self-petitioned as a U.S. Uh, to get immigrant status in the U.S. I self-petitioned, which never happened. It's very, very difficult to self-petition. Only Olympic gold medalists or Nobel Prize winners uh, self-petition and succeed. And I succeeded by giving my own file, not even going to a lawyer. Uh, which is unheard of. You have to go to a lawyer to get some, you know, to, to get a file to the U.S. Immigration Office. So there's a lot of things like that. Um, you know, within six months, I went from a person who didn't know anybody to uh, creating a peace movement and getting into the parliament uh, with closed doors and talking to party leader, opposition party leaders. Who does that? Nobody, nobody that I know ever done that in such a short amount of time. Um, so those are what I believe are, you know, outrageous goals. And I have them, I have a lot of them like that. So it's, um, you know, when I'm, I met with Brian Tracy, for example, that was one of my outrageous goals. Now I, I've, uh, I, uh, I basically sell his products in France. Um, so we became some kind of France partners. Uh, which was for me something crazy because nobody can get to Brian Tracy, such a you know renowned uh, person. So those are the kind of things um, you know. If I decide like I, I wanted to meet, maybe you saw on YouTube videos. I made a video once that I wanted to meet Kevin O'Leary, and it was such a difficult thing to do. And then six months later, I did meet him. Um, so it's it's more having anything you want and achieving it, basically, no matter what, how big it looks. Where did you meet Kevin O'Leary? I went to Washington. He was at an iconic conference. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, so he's I, a, I, Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, well, there was Marcus Limonis actually there, too, and my, my goal was to meet both of them, to have at least a, quite, a quick chat. Uh, and and I had a longer chat with Marcus Limonis, which I, I wanted to involve in in something else I, I want to start doing in the future. 
so yeah so so it's it's more like um you set a goal and even if it looks like the craziest one possible it doesn't matter i i can get you there and what do you think? in a short time that's what i like i don't like waiting 10 years not the point oh i know my wife says I have the patience of a gnat, <laughs> so yeah, I, don't, I, I like to get there fast as well, Slavika. What do you think are the three most critical elements of success? Uh, I'd say determination, being stubborn like hell, like having nobody move you from the path you decided to go on, um, perseverance. Uh, and determination combined, meaning nothing will ever stop. If nothing ever stops you, you'll get there because you'll never stop until you achieve the goal. So it's it's really having that perseverance and determination. And I'd say, um, I would say to 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 have the inner ability of contentment, to be happy wherever you are, to have that ability to stop and see things in slow motion around you as you go and not be caught by the speeding up of things. I think that's where people make mistakes. They don't stop enough to look around at every moment of their path to success. You know what else I found? I don't know. I'm curious what you think about this, Savika, but... um... I had set a goal and an intention, well, first of all, when I was like 21 years old, but then I got married and had four kids. So, But about 30 <laughs> years later, after the kids were gone and college was over and two weddings were paid for, uh, I bought myself a boat, one of my lifelong goals. And um, Wow, my, good for you. Uh, oh, I can't even tell you how much joy it brings me. But my first summer, so I'm coming into my third summer, my first summer – um, I set my schedule so that I do all my coaching calls, interviews on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so Monday and Fridays are free. Now, they can be work days, but I know I'm, it's just me working without any interruption at all. Or during the summer, I can go down and be on my boat for three or four days at, at a time. But when I first got it, it was almost like I had a little bit of guilt. If I was down there on a Monday and Everybody else on the dock clears off, goes to work, and there's Jim on his boat just relaxing. I had this little pang of, like, what am I doing, you know? And I think it's important that when you do achieve the success that you've been going after, that you do take time and enjoy it because I felt myself almost wanting to go back to work because I thought it was the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's the stopping, I think, the contentment. Uh, yeah, but that's after, while you reach, while you're seeking to get success, you have to work like crazy. But when you get there, yeah, it's knowing that you deserve it. And and the thing is that a lot of people want to send us the image that we don't deserve it. But we deserve it more. Entrepreneurs deserve it more than anybody else because we did jump without a parachute out of the building and build our parachute on the way down. We had the guts to do that. We did work 100 hours a week when everybody else was doing other things. We were struggling like crazy to make it work and make it event. So when we calculate all of that, we deserve more than anybody else. And on top of it, if you're in the business of helping others, uh, you know, I've helped so many people, and, you know, I, I don't accept anybody ever, 
saying, you know, wow, you know, you make so much money. Uh, how come? And how dare you? Whatever. I um, I help people not not only get a life, but uh, uh, save their lives sometimes. So when you're there, it's like you you have to know that you deserve it. And that's and you hit the nail on the head because that's one of the spiritual components that I coach people is the uh, ability to know that you deserve. And a lot of people feel they're not good enough, like 80%, a big majority of people never feel they're good enough. And when you don't feel you deserve it or you're good enough, you're going to self-sabotage what you have to prove that you have to reprove yourself all the time that you're good enough to have what you have. Um, right. So that's, that's a big quality that people need to develop. It's the, the, the self-love, the knowing that we're deserving of what we have and that we, we're deserving of anything we dream just by the fact that we were born. That's our, that's our, uh, our first, uh, the first thing that we, we have as a right, as a newborn, is that we deserve everything that's on the world because we were right. born to live it. Mm. But that's you also know, a learning thing. Yeah. You know, Slavik, I have a lot of respect. I mean, like I'm sure you do, too. You see people who go out there, and, and I mean, it's a free country. Uh, you're welcome to go take your shot. But I, I I have a lot of respect for people who, when they're coaches and they become coaches, they have a track record that they can – they have a reservoir of experience that they can draw from. Do you know what I mean? Versus mm-hmm. somebody who just attends a lot of seminars, reads, reads a lot of books, and just starts preaching stuff they've learned – from somebody else without having gone out and implemented it or grown a business or done whatever they're doing. So it sounds like you've had quite a journey. You've bounced back from a lot of different stuff personally and professionally, and, and I think that's what really makes a good coach. Yeah, I, I yeah, I am like you. I believe the same. I'm quite annoyed when somebody goes for a two-day course and gets a diploma and suddenly they're a coach. It's like you're not a coach. That's not. It's like you know, saying that suddenly you're gonna compete with the Olympics because you trained during a weekend. It, that's not. That's not the way it works, you know. And how? I mean, all of that is a learning. Like I have, I coach coaches to work for for my business, and they go from six months to a year training with me, uh, week after week to learn a maximum of what I know, and then I. Then I, I'm still there behind them while they're coaching to make sure that they're doing the, the work properly until they get their wings. But it's impossible to suddenly wake up and say, hey, you know what, I'm a coach, because it takes so much of understanding and, and thought processes that go in the brain to know exactly how to help someone. Uh, you can't possibly learn that in a in a weekend. I was blessed because I started working at a very young age and and I believe I was blessed with all the problems I had had in my life because it brought me to where I am today. But it's not a it's not given to everybody. And I, but I believe everybody does need a coach. No matter where you are in in the stages of your development, you need a coach. Very good. Well, we could talk for hours, I'm sure, but <laughs> unfortunately our time has uh, come to an end here. I'm sure people want to connect with you and learn more about you, and um, so what's a good way for them to do that, Slavika? Well, they can go, uh, one of my websites is called attractitude.us, um, so they can go there, and what I'll do is I'll, uh, when, when the show airs, uh, they'll have a link 
if you want to put it on your on your page uh, for them to have a free consultation. So if they want to ask me any questions, anything, you know, they they can fill up just a form and I'll call them up and I'll give them, you know, a free chat to help them out. I think that's uh, you know that's something that can help them and uh, and that way they can find me more easily. I mean, if you type in my complicated name on Facebook or in Google, uh, you'll find me really easily because I'm saying, thankful that not many people have my name. So if you type my name, there's nobody else that's going to show up. <laughs> you know, yeah, with my name, if you uh, type in Jim Palmer, you get the old baseball player. So it's <laughs> a little difficult yeah. for me. Yeah, but thank yeah, you so yeah. much. It's it's been a real uh, privilege having you on on, uh, on this interview. I greatly appreciate it. Well, thanks uh, thanks to you two for having me. I appreciate being here. Okay, folks, that wraps up this super special interview with serial entrepreneur, coach, and and multiple best-selling author, Slavika Bogdanov. Remember, Stick Like Glue is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers. And why is that important? So they stay longer, spend more, and refer more, and those are great ways to build your business. I am your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. As always, I'm committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. Watch for another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio this time next week. Until then, keep taking action, keep moving forward, and don't ever, ever, ever give up. Hey, now go out there and do something nice for somebody today. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Stick Like Glue Radio features Jim Palmer's unique brand of smart marketing and business building advice for action-oriented entrepreneurs. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.getjimpalmer.com. To learn more about Jim's Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind program, visit www.dreambizcoaching.com. That's www.dreambizcoaching.com. If you know other entrepreneurs looking for the fastest way to hire profits in their business, please tell them about the Stick Like Glue radio podcast. Now, go and implement what you've learned and boost your profits. See you next week for more Stick Like Glue radio.